Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy. And in today's video, I'm going to be giving you guys my top Five streaming quarterbacks for you guys to pick up if, say, maybe Dak Prescott went down for you, or maybe you're just not super confident with the quarterback that you have in your lineup right now. These are five options that you can go ahead and throw in this week for week number two. But before we could get on into things, I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure that you do leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton. And if you do want to follow me on Twitter, please do so at Notorious FNTSY. So without further ado, let's get into my top five streaming quarterbacks for week number two. We begin with my number one streaming quarterback on the week, Matt Ryan of the Indianapolis Colts going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars this week in Jacksonville. Currently, Matt Ryan is owned in 24.4% of leagues on NFL.com. So if you play on Yahoo, CBS, ESPN, any of those other fantasy football platforms, then his ownership percentage is going to be slightly different. In week number one, in a smash matchup up against the Houston Texans on paper, this was a matchup where the Indianapolis Colts could have taken the Houston Texans to pound town. Now, obviously, if you watch the game on Sunday, you know what happened. These two teams tied. 32 completions for Matt Ryan on 50 attempts for 352 yards, one touchdown and one interception. He also had four rushes for 12 yards, finishing the week as the quarterback number 17. Wentz was the quarterback number three last week up against the Jags defense. So the Jacksonville Jaguars defense, just like the Texans, is far from ideal. Now, I understand that Matt Ryan underperformed immensely for the matchup he was given last week. And the Indianapolis Colts, both offensively and defensively, fucking sucked compared to what the expectations were and to what everyone thought they were going to do. Especially since last year, Carson Wentz did not struggle at all. And this team did not struggle at all up against the Houston Texans. So either the Houston Texans are much better than people give them the credit for, than the media, including myself, give the Houston Texans for, or the Indianapolis Colts are going to have an awful season. Now, I'm not someone who wants to completely overreact to week number one. Sure, Matt Ryan definitely could have been better, but Matt Ryan has the weapons 
to succeed up against the Jaguars. Michael Pittman looked fantastic. Alec Pierce did struggle a bit in that game. They have Paris Campbell as well. Naheem Hines was catching passes. They have Jonathan Taylor as well. So this is a pretty stacked offense in terms of the skill position players. At least I think this is a pretty solid offense. So Matt Ryan, even though he struggled last week up against the Texans, I definitely still think he's the number one streaming option at the quarterback position. Next up, we move to a quarterback that we just talked about, Carson Wentz of the Washington football team this week facing the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Wentz is currently owned in 3.2% of leagues on NFL.com. So week number one up against the Jacksonville Jaguars, while it may have been obvious to some that Wentz was going to have a good game, if I'm being honest with you, I don't love Carson Wentz. I don't think Carson Wentz is very good, but he basically slapped me upside the fucking head because this man went 27 completions on 41 attempts for 313 yards four touchdowns and two interceptions with six rushes for 12 yards. And like I said, he was the quarterback number three at the end of the week. So he certainly did look good. Antonio Gibson looked fucking incredible for someone for Carson Wentz to throw the ball to. Terry McLaurin didn't play this crazy game. He was all right. Curtis Samuel played good. Jahan Dotson played good. So while Dotson and Curtis Samuel aren't necessarily the sexiest names, at the wide receiver position, Carson Wentz has players to throw the ball to. And up against the Detroit Lions, who we just saw get into a bit of a dogfight with the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, obviously, the Eagles ended up winning the game, but that was a relatively high-scoring game. We could see the exact same thing this week with the Washington Commanders up against the Lions. Hertz was the quarterback number four up against the Lions defense last week. Obviously, Hertz gets things done in fantasy different than Wentz because Wentz doesn't really have that crazy rushing upside, right? He had six rushes for 12 yards. If Hertz has six rushes, there's potential that he rushes for 85 yards. So obviously, Wentz doesn't have that same upside, but Wentz actually was able to finish higher in the quarterback hierarchy last week when compared to Jalen Hurts. So here up against Detroit, I'm very interested in this matchup and I'm definitely fine rolling out Carson Wentz, especially if the waiver wire is looking a little bit grim at quarterback because he is only 3.2% owned. So it's very likely that you can pick up Carson Wentz right now. Next up, we move to my guy, Famous. Jameis, Ida W. Winston of the New Orleans Saints going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home in New Orleans. Right now, Jameis Winston is the highest owned quarterback in today's video, 30.8%. We had Matt Ryan, 24.4%. Carson Wentz, 3.2% thus far. Week one up against the Atlanta Falcons. Jameis Winston, I was starting to panic very early on because what I didn't want to happen, happened. Taysom fucking Hill showed up. Taysom Hill showed up and ran the ball for what felt like a million yards. And that scared me. That scared me a lot because I thought, wow. Even though I thought that Taysom Hill fucking blackmailed Sean Payton, and that's why he was playing so much, Sean Payton is long gone, and Taysom Hill still has a role on this team. And while that may be annoying in some games where he steals some touchdown away from Jameis Winston, at the end of the day, Taysom Hill isn't competing to be the number one quarterback on this team. Jameis Winston is clearly that guy, and we saw it up against Atlanta. 23 completions on 34 attempts for 269 yards, two touchdowns, two rushes for nine yards, and he finished the week as the quarterback number six. Now, going up against the Atlanta Falcons is significantly easier than going up against their division mates, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This week on Sunday Night Football, Dickie Dak Prescott 
finished as the quarterback 2,752, as far as I'm concerned, because he was absolutely fucking atrocious. But Nick, he hurt his finger. I know he hurt his finger, but at the end of the day, that's not why he played so shit. He just looked atrocious in that game. But based upon everything I've seen since Tom Brady was in Tampa Bay, that the Saints are pretty good up against the Bucks. The Saints are kind of like the Bucks kryptonite, at least in the regular season. Jameis Winston, revenge game narrative up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, obviously, because Jameis was the quarterback of the Buccaneers for a couple of years, and he was just about all right. It seems like that Jameis that was in Tampa Bay has just been taken from Jameis. Jameis is no longer this guy that just says, fuck it, Mike Evans out there somewhere, for example, fuck it, Michael Thomas is out there somewhere and just heaves the ball deep down the field. He's not making as many crazy decisions which lead to interceptions anymore. And you might argue that that's worse for fantasy because those crazy plays could also lead to maybe not an interception and lead to a touchdown. Jameis is a lot more conservative with the football now in New Orleans. He looked good last week up against Atlanta. I don't expect Jameis to be a top five, top six quarterback this week up against Tampa, but could he finish as a top 10, top 12 option? Certainly. So I do like Jameis a decent amount here, even up against a stout Tampa defense that locked down Dak Prescott. But honestly, I think that Cowboys offense just looked bad. I don't really think it was all because of the defense. Next quarterback to discuss here is Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions going up against the Washington Commanders at home in Detroit. Right now, Goff is 3.9% owned on NFL Fantasy. So we just talked about Carson Wentz, who is the other quarterback in this game. In week number one, Jared Goff up against the Eagles had 21 completions on 37 attempts for 215 yards. He had two touchdowns, one interception, two rushes for nine yards, and finished as the quarterback number 15. Now, when you play Jared Goff, you're typically in a situation where you're down bad, right? Dak Prescott went down. Jared Goff is the best quarterback available. Let me play him. Goff isn't going to win me my week, but it's also unlikely that Jared Goff just sucks absolute ass in the game and ends up throwing the game for you. He has a lot of weapons around him that can make up for his lack of skill at parts of his game. Again, not this crazy rushing quarterback, but he can get it done like Jared Goff could just dump the ball off to DeAndre Swift. DJ Chark looked pretty good. Obviously, we all know Monroe St. Brown is good. And this matchup, like I was talking about, has the makeup to potentially be a back and forth high scoring game. So I'm interested in Jared Goff. Trevor Lawrence struggled up against the commanders last week, finishing as the quarterback 22. But why I think Lawrence was the better prospect, Lawrence should be a better quarterback in his career than Jared Goff. Jared Goff right now where we're sitting is better than Lawrence. So quarterback 22 would definitely be low in my opinion for Jared Goff. I think he has a pretty solid showing this week up against Washington. And again, he's kind of like Wentz. They're deep cuts. These are guys that are available in a majority of leagues. So if you're super down bad and maybe Matty Ice is already picked up, someone's already got Jameis, then you could definitely somewhat rely on Carson Wentz as well as Jared Goff. But I'm definitely a lot more confident that Carson Wentz could actually put up that top five game like he did last week, whereas I think Jared Goff will probably just finish his quarterback like 13 through 16, 
And again, doesn't carry your team, doesn't make you win the week, but he also isn't the reason why you lose because he throws like six picks. I just really do not see that happening. But before we move on into the final quarterback to be streaming for week number one, I would like to give you guys a quick word from our friends, our sponsor over at Underdog Fantasy. Now, Underdog Fantasy is best known for their Best Ball Mania 3 tournament that has already closed $10 million prize pool, $2 million to first place, but it's not like they don't have anything else. They also have a pick'em game. So you pick over or under on a bunch of props. For example, tonight on Monday Night Football, Russell Wilson's passing yards prop is 255 and a half. Say I believe that's going to go over. I will go ahead and match that with Jerry Judy over 58.9 receiving yards. So if I put in $20, I will receive three times that as the payout because this has two legs. If you go all the way up to five legs and they all hit, you'll receive 20 times the amount that you enter on into the contest. So you guys should go ahead and check that out. And they also offer in-season best ball contest. If you use promo code stochastic, S-T-O-K-A-S-T-I-C, you'll receive a $100 first match deposit bonus. So you deposit $100, they will give you an additional $100 for free. So make sure you guys do go ahead and check that out. So back on into the video here, we got our final quarterback to stream, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, Danny Fumbles, Danny Stumbles of the new football giants going up against the Carolina Panthers. Danny Dimes is currently 9.2% owned on NFL Fantasy. In week number one at the Tennessee Titans, he had 17 completions on 21 attempts for 188 yards, two touchdowns, and one INT with six rushes for 25 yards, finishing the week as the quarterback number 14. Now up against the Tennessee Titans, the way they were able to win this game was by hammering the ball relentlessly with Saquon Barkley. They were just running the fucking ball, and the Tennessee Titans defense had no answer to that. They could not stop Saquon Barkley, and on the crucial two-point conversion, Saquon Barkley jams it right up their ass and scores. It was very easy for Saquon Barkley to run free in that game. I'm thinking the Carolina Panthers saw that, and maybe they tried to game plan, oh, let's try to stop Saquon Barkley. Now, again, does that mean they're going to be crazy pass-heavy in this game? No. But Daniel Jones did actually look pretty decent, and I hope that the team starts utilizing Kadarius Toney correctly going forward, because Kadarius Toney was basically invisible in week number one. You couldn't see him. He was like fucking John Cena. So I think if they use him a little bit more, and with the rushing upside that Daniel Jones does have, he does make a decent start weekly. He's definitely a bit risky because he does have those fumbling issues, the, you know, just blatantly throw the ball to the other team issue. But when he hits, he could hit big potentially as a top 10, maybe even a top five quarterback. Jacoby Brissett was quarterback 24 last week up against the Panthers, but Jacoby Brissett is absolute dog shit and he makes even Daniel Jones look pretty good. So I think Daniel Jones will be just about all right up against Carolina. And I think there's a lot worse quarterbacks to be firing up in terms of streaming options. So thank you guys all so much for watching today's video. If you ended up enjoying today's video, please make sure that you do hit that like button down below as well as hitting that subscribe button. It would help me out a ton. If you want to follow me on Twitter, please do so at NotoriousFNTSY. So again, thank you guys all so much for watching. I'll Love you guys. I hope you have a great rest of your guys' day. Good boy.